So I'm, I'm going to record right now. Go ahead. It's not. All right. So where were you guys at when the big ass earthquake hit? You mean in Nam? <laughs> I'm talking about it. Which big ass earthquake? So we had two big ass earthquakes, one on the 4th of July, one on the 5th of July. So the first one, where were you guys at? Well, I was at home and I got a phone call from my girlfriend and she goes, are you okay? Did you feel it? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't feel nothing. Mm-hmm. That's what she said, earthquake 2019. <laughs> and I was like, no, I didn't feel anything. So, of course, I got on Facebook because everyone is like, earthquake, oh, do, do, you know, rich crash. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay. So then the next day, that's when I felt it. And that's when it kind of got a little serious. And I was thinking Armageddon, something crazy is going to happen. And then... That's when all the my religious friends on Facebook were like posting scriptures and oh stuff. Oh God, are you getting, serious? Oh yeah, I had a friend. His name's Mario, and he dude, was, I hope they die. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I just want to let everyone know that anyone I've done wrong, I love you, and right now is a good time to clear my conscience. And everyone's like, we love you too. And I go, get over you it. You know it's what's the most bullshit thing ever? If if you're if you're just being a good person so you can get into heaven, you're probably not a good person. Like when you do like insurance policy, yeah, religion. like that just means you're a shittier person. Because yeah. you're not doing it for the right reason. True. True. It's like that episode. There's an episode on Family Guy where they find Osama bin Laden. He's getting ready to get killed. He goes, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And then they <laughs> shoot him and then he goes to heaven. He's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. Insurance policy. God I was at the gym when the first earthquake hit. And the same thing. Like, everybody's, like, text messaging me. Like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I just, I, it's at the gym. Like, everybody's just, like, throwing weights around. So I just figured it was a part of that. Like, I, I didn't even notice it. Like, it wasn't even, I didn't even register that the earth was moving at all. And so um, when I got home, I was just like, oh, okay. We had a, we had one similar to this maybe a couple of years ago where it was just like, where were you when the great Bakersfield uh, earthquake happened? And, like, all those memes, like, where it was, like, a, a tipped-over lawn we chair. We rebuild. Yeah, it is just like, okay, it's like one of those bullshit ones. It so. did get a little scary on the 5th because I've well, never experienced. Wanted, before we get into that, or how was the, the one that you experienced? I was before? on the road. I was, like, um, by the outlets. Headed out. To, Did you feel like, it then? No, I didn't feel anything. Wow. Okay. I didn't feel anything. I, um, I just started. My mom texted me. Somebody texted me. Shout and out to were, Mazda for having good suspension. Yeah. <laughs> it, I didn't feel anything at all, dude. I was just like, well, whatever. And then um, it wasn't until we got to where are we going, like Ventura or something, and um, we got there, and I was like, oh, so a lot of people felt this shit. That's crazy. It started tripping me out that people were feeling it as much as they said they were feeling it. Uh huh. So. You want to talk about the big one, the real big one, the the 5th of July? So the 4th was kind of like a joke to us, you know, here living in California. It was just like, all right, whatever. Like, uh, like this has happened before. Like I've, I've slept through like 90% of every earthquakes. I felt one. I just thought it was like Satan, you know, messing with my chair. And it was like, oh, that was a two second earthquake. Oh, that's crazy. Go back to bed. And that was it. The 5th of July. That was some crazy shit. So Tyler, do you want to start with that one? Oh, it's real quick. I, um, I I felt them both. Oh, really? Because remember there was two. 
yeah. on the fifth. The first one. Oh, there's like 17 on the fifth. Yeah, I felt like three I, on the fifth. I, I felt two. The first one I felt was crazy because I was actually watching the Dodger game while yeah. they're in LA. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I was at home with the family. I'm like, babe, you feel that? Everything was shaking. So we got, we actually did the whole get under the table and everything. Mm-hmm. And then everything calmed down. And we went in, I went into the room to watch the game and they're showing the foul pole swinging back and yeah. swinging back and forth. And I'm like, okay, this is a thing. So I continue to watch the Dodgers lose to the Padres, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just, you know, talk to my girl. My girl's panicking. We need to go to Costco and get water. We need to do this. So she did the next day but then another one happened and i was laying on the bed but i have been drinking and i was like i think it's just me you know a little tipsy <laughs> tossy but yeah and so the same thing um i was home we were watching the dodger game and we have these lights uh in the corner of my house that are just kind of like on suspense and my girlfriend she points at the light she goes oh my god i think we're having an earthquake and i was like whatever you over exaggerator and i looked over and i see them like bouncing up and down and then all of a sudden like everything just starts to shake and then my pool water now mind you my pool is not filled to the top you know at this time it just starts sloshing back and forth violently like we're on the seven seas and it sloshes out pirates of dark water and it yeah, yeah and it hits the the sliding glass doors like 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 hardcore like you're at hurricane harbor or something like that or you're going down the jurassic park right at universal studios wow and i'm just like holy shit and the, the difference between this earthquake that happened on the 5th, of, you know, the, the initial one, and all the other ones I've experienced in my 34 years of life is that this one was long as fuck. Yeah. Like, it lasted maybe a good minute and a half, and that minute and a half felt like an eternity. And that's what the scary thing was. It was like, usually everything just shakes for a minute and then nothing. This one was going on for a while, and I just remember getting up and forgetting everything that I learned as a child, you know, you know, stop, you know, and get under something. And, you know, like the guy from Silver Snakes was saying, I, I have shit. I have fucking glass tables. Like, that's not going to save me from anything. That's going to slice me in half. So I just start, like, pretending like I'm on a surfboard in the middle of my, uh, <laughs> my, my living room. And I'm just, like, just trying to brace myself. And my dogs are going crazy. And I'm like holy shit like do we have to worry about gas lines breaking or anything like now, that? now you have a couple dogs jacob correct four do, uh art do you have any dogs at all yeah i have two dogs okay can i ask you this because i actually heard and i don't know if this is true or not but i heard that when these earthquakes are getting ready to happen the dogs start acting funny have yes you do- were they scratching the ground or anything before the big dogs were running around the pool and that was weird because you know usually they only do that when they get spooked or you know somebody else is in the backyard behind us or something like that and I kind of figured they were doing that because, you know, it was the 4th of July and people were lighting off Piccolo Pete's and whatnot. And I thought that's what was going on. They were hearing, you know, something going on down the street. But I was like, well, that's weird. And then we also have two indoor dogs and they started shaking and, you know, crying and whatnot. And I was like, oh, that's weird. It wasn't until the actual earthquake hit that I realized, oh, they were sensing something was up. Well, I have a theory. The earthquake, people will say it's the end of the world. It actually, to me is the splash of the new free agents in L.A. that we have going to the Lakers <laughs> well, and the Clippers. Well, before we get to that, we got to get our story. <laughs> of course. Oh, let's hear it. I'm uh, just saying. That's my theory. <laughs> Anyone else have any theories? Yeah. Yeah, it's my theory, too. <laughs> um, Sorry, Ark. No, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, just I was watching Stranger Things on the couch, and all of a sudden the couch That's just a fell. fucked up yeah, like, way to start it, because that's a creepy-ass season. So I just all of a sudden I just felt like the couch turned into like a waterbed, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. I was like... It took me a couple of seconds. I was like, maybe like 10 seconds. I'm just lying there with my girlfriend and we're just like, I was like, wait, this is an earthquake. And then like, I just like, let's go. And we just like (laughs) booked it out and out of there. And like, um, where her apartment complex is like right across, like to the side, not that far. It would be like, you know, I don't know how many yards, maybe like. 
30 yards away from where where uh, the cars are parked there's uh there's some trash cans there right and they have those metal doors that you could throw your trash can into the big trash can recep- receptor thing or whatever receptacle receptacle and they're like <laughs> slamming each other just like and i was like what the fuck like this is like a real earthquake like it was and then um and now, then is she I, upstairs or downstairs? She's downstairs. Oh, oh, and then her upstairs neighbor came out. And he's like, are we having an earthquake? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, I think we're having an earthquake. Um, and then I was like, all right, I better get home and check out my dogs. And so that's when I got home, and my dogs were, like, freaking out. Mm. And so I'm like, oh, damn, like, they're still freaking out. I, I, like, but, the, but it's over. That's the part that kind of freaked me out, that they were freaking out. And the the earthquake was over, and I, I got down, I got like I got out, and I was like, all right, like you guys seem cool, but like just chill, like there's nothing going on. They're like going around in circles, don't know what's going on. I can't find my cat. And I just turn on the news, and I'm just sitting there, and like literally as soon as I sit down, I feel another one, like mm-hmm. boom. I, at this point, I'm texting. Uh, we have a like a little podcast text chain we have. I text Jacob and Eric, and I'm like, yo, you guys feel that shit? Mm-hmm. Like, like at that point we were like connected the whole night just texting like what the Back and fuck forth, do you yeah. feel this shit like it was it felt like almost like every 10 minutes we were getting like another little wave of like little earthquakes you get feeling i don't know if it was like an east side thing but they felt worse on the east side than it did where i was in my girlfriend's place like, maybe because how, how i high elevation we are because we're on top of a hill next to the bluffs and stuff mm-hmm. that's where i'm at so yeah yeah same here yeah you're right around the corner you're down the street you know and for me, like I started sitting on the floor watching, you know, the news, you know, watching Miles Musio, you know, explain away this yeah. uh, earthquake. And I, every time something would shake, like I would see those lights bounce up and f- uh, up and down and it would go between, you know, a very light shake to a very violent jolt. And like it would scare the shit out of me because I was sitting on the floor and I have these these tile wood floors and you would just feel like this roll like it's almost like somebody is doing like the robot like the, on the floor the worm yeah the worm yeah <laughs> and it's just like the craziest like rolling feeling and you just feel it throughout the, the the fat cells of your butt and it's just like whoa what the fuck Dude, that would have been gold if miles music would have been like let me explain to you how earthquakes work and he just does the worm on <laughs> <laughs> he needs to Come um, on, Miles. Get your shit together, It really Miles. hit me when they said the 178 was closed and there was uh, boulders dropping and stuff. That kind of got real. So we actually had a – I don't know if you guys had an escape plan. I wasn't tripping too bad because I was a little, you know. But uh, we were like, if something happens, we're going to Texas. We already have, mm-hmm. you know, family there. But, I mean, I'm glad. And here's my thing, too, is, like, I, I always think about that. Like, oh, I drive a 500-horsepower race car or whatever. But it's like – this was felt two hours away. This actually, the epicenter of this happened two hours away. So I'm like, there's no way I'm going to outrace a fucking Wait, earthquake. You're, you're talking about the San Andreas fault? Like if the big the big one, the San Andreas fault, your plan would be to go to Texas? Well, because my girlfriend was flipping out. She's like, we need to get water. We need to get this. And I'm like, well, okay, well, we're not going anywhere. We're just going to stay here. Yeah. You know? That's what I was like, well, we too. needed a plan. Where are we going to go? I mean, the, we're fine. You know when people like... um you go to a construction site you're anywhere like that they make you wear a, a helmet hard hat yeah a hard hat uh, realistically whenever you have like a two-ton beam in front of you and it, it falls like that hard hat would do nothing i feel like the hard hat is the sense of like security false sense i of agree security. with you because i work with, in cable and i have to climb the telephone poles and they yeah. make us wear a hard hat yeah what's i mean there's you're, nothing it, that, hit that, me. that hard if hat's I not fall, protecting your neck fall, from ex- snapping exactly so <laughs> i get a bike helmet and i just strap it on yeah <laughs> <laughs> the power rangers one i sold you yeah. I, I do pterodactyl think with, with things like earthquakes like i think building codes are important and things like that and also an escape plan and having like yeah. at least a week's worth of like survival food or something like that yeah. it's important and it's good precautionary type of scenarios but a lot of times like that shit doesn't matter like a gas leak 
you know like it doesn't care about your building code it like doesn't. yeah like you know you know just saying hey just saying i know and then me and my neighbors were talking about the next day and i was like realistically what are we gonna do like we're we're the the 178 is gonna be backed up so we're gonna be stuck in traffic you know and that's the worst spot i want to be around a bunch of paranoid people and i'm like realistically i'm looking at all the power lines i'm like they're all in her backyard so the, the 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 plan the safest plan would be just to stand into the middle of the street and we live in a cul-de-sac it's just like yeah we're just gonna stand in the middle of the street because we're gonna be away from all the power lines all the gas lines are behind us so it's just like yeah we'll just all meet in the middle of the street one of my neighbors has a camper i was like we're just gonna bust the fucking door down on that like if need be we're but, looting <laughs> yeah like we're good like just coming up there like so when i hear all these people like oh we're booking it you know to texas or whatever it's like yeah, good luck with that. It's going to look like The Walking Dead. Like, the freeway's going to be jam-packed, and everybody's looting fucking Walmart and whatnot. And, and you guys are talking about, like, end-of-the-world scenarios, right? Well, yeah, I don't, see, panicking, I don't see a 7.2, like, causing Jacob to go, like, steal a camper or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you have all these people that are, like, because we, I mean, we have experienced earthquakes here before, but never, like, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back to, you know, yeah. like, how we, so everyone's panicking. And, I mean, I don't know if you knew that Costco actually ran out of water. Yeah, yeah they did. Walmart yeah. did, Target did, everywhere did. Yeah, I think it was just uh, that weather machine that the government government's building so it's a it's just a ploy to sell one of the water questions bottles. one of the questions at the 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 press conference that u.s geological uh, surveyor place or whatever um they one of the questions was and i texted art this in the group chat i was like did you guys catch that question about like do you think this could be gov- underground government bombs and like they kind of like were like uneasy answering that question they're like um i can't really answer that you know and i was just like well, well that's kind of it's kind of a dumb question but um I do think with the with the amount of like fracking that we have here in Southern California now, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if that was another reason that we had we you know as you, you how long have you been in Bakersfield for thirty four years? You know we don't really get earthquakes that much. We're not L A. L A. is kind of like the mecca for 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 um for earthquakes. You know mm-hmm. they feel them all the time. I can imagine that in, in L A. But because we're here and we have like all these like. Oil, oil rigs going on and now we're getting to fracking and we're down with like fucking up everything underneath the what's underneath us you know we're still along fault lines even though they're not like large fault lines like the san andreas you know we were starting to feel earthquakes more and more the more we fuck up what's underneath us because mm-hmm. we don't really give a fuck you know these are trump's americans here supporting trump <laughs> and now that we're getting earthquakes all of a sudden like it matters like Come on, man. You, you can't fuck up the environment so much. And then now that you felt an earthquake, now you care. Yeah. It's like, go with a bag of dicks, man. And I think that's what it is. Sometimes people need like that to- dose of reality. They get so jaded with, well, how am I ever going to buy that second piano for our house if I if we can't drill freely? You know what I'm saying? Still working on the first one. Yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Good, luck, good luck keeping your house upright. Yeah. And I think some people just need like that dose of reality, and uh, I mean that's the the silver lining. A part of me kind of is glad it hit Bakersfield just to get that little nudge of like, hey, you know that fracking you were so in favor of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How how afraid were you on July fifth, two thousand and nineteen, asshole? Um. <laughs> just saying. But so, let's get to the <laughs> the meat, <laughs> the meat of the matter. So another <laughs> thing happened on July fifth, which I thought was so. Like just almost comedic gold so basically when we're all in the midst of our panic over you know that earthquake or earthquakes Kawhi Leonard drops a bomb <laughs> that's what it was I'm telling you yeah it was a bomb it's saying that the he's gonna it was bomb. a raptor landing in LA yeah <laughs> uh, fucking he's signing with the LA Clippers 
I mean, clip that, show. that's awesome. I mean, and I like Kawhi Leonard, just how he went about his whole free agent signing. He's just like the Undertaker, real quiet, just minded his own business. You don't really have interviews with him. He just, he's all about his business and he wins championships. He is now in the conversation of a champion, two time champion, two yeah. different teams, two MVPs. And now he's on a team that went to the playoffs, gave the Warriors a run for their money, even though they lost, but now they have more pieces to build onto that. And the Warriors are declining some will say and the lakers are reloading so it's gonna be a very interesting basketball season next but, year yeah and it redistributes the wealth i guess you could say of the nba because for a long time it was just like whatever beast in the east you had versus you know the golden state warriors lebronathon yeah lebronathon and then the golden state warriors yeah. in the west and now it's just like you don't know what's gonna happen i mean we've seen this before we're on paper the Clippers, you know, they look like the best team in the league because they also ended up trading, you know, five or six draft picks for Paul George. Paul yeah. George. And that creates an amazing duo already with a point guard in Patrick Beverly mm-hmm. and, you know, a, a pretty well rounded team in the Clippers. It'll be a very fun, exciting season, I think. I think that this was the most exciting free agency we've had in basketball in a very long time. Ever. Especially with a team like the Toronto Raptors winning it and their MVP one year, you know, free agent from last year going over there, signing to a new team. All bets are off. We don't mm-hmm. know. And LA looks like the team that they should be. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Knicks with a thumb up their ass doing nothing. <laughs> well, that's Knicks doing Knicks stuff, man. Knicks. You know, nobody the wants to go there. Like, I well, think, why are people so hard on the Knicks? Just because they're, they're New York, because they're a big city. Like, why do you expect it? Because if you really think about it, like we're in our early 30s mm-hmm. so like we've we kind of remember the knicks from the the getting their asses kicked by jordan every other year mm-hmm. and like there's there's those glory years for the knicks right yeah so we kind of remember like i could kind of remember the knicks being good but i haven't really seen the knicks being good in like 15 20 years now so yeah. it's, not, it's a big market team and uh, you know patrick ewing was their biggest star for the longest time and what a what a stud he was yeah and yeah, they've been waiting so long for a championship team and now that you know, Jordan's been gone. It's like, okay, let's get let's get New York in there because we're, like I said, big market team. LA's doing LA things. This, you know, these big market teams are are winning, and they should be winning. I think too. And then like basketball is synonymous with New York. A lot of players that get drafted to the NBA are from the New York area. You think of Rucker Park. I and get stuff that. Like that. I get that. This is where I make my butt. Okay. A lot of these kids are like 22 now. They don't they don't see the 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 Knicks as like that destination that they want to end up. But they, they see it as kind of this crap hole that hasn't been relevant now for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Their one superstar that they've had over the last like 15 years was Carmelo Anthony, who didn't really do there in like seven. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's kind of he's not even in the NBA right now, really. Like mm-hmm. he's just so a lot of those kids that you know, like they're probably in the NBA with Sion Williams. Like he wasn't even that like hyped up about going to if he was the it was he was gonna land in um New York in the, New York, he wasn't gonna be like super thrilled about ending up there. Yeah. I think it would be more excited to go there than the Pelicans. Just my opinion though. Well just see the thing is New York media, I think, kills a lot of those guys. Like Porzingis was killed there. Everybody mm-hmm. gets killed there. Like I think it's it's almost better to like end up in a town like if you're gonna go to the east, you end up in like the heat, where there's media, but there's not New York media, where it's like yeah, a lot we, of pressure. We hate you, no matter what you do. You have to win a Super Bowl every year. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, if if uh, Eli Manning played in Jacksonville, he would be a hero. There'd be statues outside their stadium. <laughs> he plays in New York. It's he's Tom a goofball. They hate him. You know, why didn't we get your brother? Like kind of thing. You know, like if we had Philip Rivers right here, I bet we had more Super Bowls. Yeah. You know, we- like there's that mentality with New York media that is just kind of like you'll never be good enough. 
and like it eats its own tail. Yeah, and it's frustrating for New York fans, I believe, because they have been snake bitten. I mean, think about it. Uh, whether they tanked on purpose or they just suck that bad, they were actually going to probably get that first pick overall. They didn't. They lost on Zion Williams, but they did get what R.J. Barrett, right? Yeah, that's a okay. bad second, third prize. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a consolation prize, not bad, but but they were they were hoping for the LeBron James effect, signing to a new team and people flocking. They were expecting that with Kevin Durant, and mm-hmm. when that didn't happen, it was just like we've been waiting all this time for this. Yeah, you know, and it's it. I feel bad for him, but then again, I'm a Bulls fan, so <laughs> yeah, it doesn't give a fuck. I think too, a lot of it, it has to do. It's just like that's a lot of pressure, you know. Unless you're you're a fucking miracle, man. That like the New York front office has just been terrible. Like even when they had Patrick Ewing, like it's just like like I said earlier, it's like they eat their own tail all the time. Like I remember Phil Jackson being there, and like he was considered a miracle man. He couldn't make things work. You had but I think that that's more like front office. Yeah, things. yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. You know, ownership. It kills it. You know, it makes people go away. Like, why would you want to play in for the Knicks, right? Mm-hmm. When you can just go play, play for the Nets, who know what they're doing, even though they're not the, the golden franchise right now. And, and you kind of see that same thing. I mean, you're a Lakers fan. Yeah. Lakers have been dysfunctional now for the last, like, 12 years, where it's like, once Kobe left, even Kobe's last few years there were kind of just wasted years, where there yeah. was no one really next to him. There was, like, fucking That's a disturbed Nick Young. Office. Yeah. It was, like, the best they could get him was, like, Nick Young or some shit like that. And it's, like, good luck, Kobe. Have a good season. Yeah. And it's, like, you see it now, and it's, like, you know, Kawhi, I think Kawhi not wanting to be there had less to do with the front office and more that LeBron was there. Yeah. Um, I see that as well. But, um, but that's its own little thing. But, like, stars don't really want to go there right now just because it seems like they don't really know what they're doing. It's dysfunction. Yeah, that, that front office will kill you because if – if a coach can't run his system, he's being told tertiarily to be like, hey, you have to do this. Kind of like how Jerry Jones does the Cowboys. Like, Jason Garrett doesn't fucking coach that team. Jerry Jones coaches that team. And, and it, it's just like, do you want that? Do you want to be micromanaged like that so that you're you're not being set up for success? You're being set up for failure right out the gate? Like, nobody wants that. And I'm actually glad you bring up the Cowboys because, you know, football and basketball are starting to become more and more similar in that world where – you know, Dallas isn't, like, known to, like, let's go vacation in Dallas. You know, like, you know, we don't think of, like, the the Rams and the um, and the the Jets or something like that as, like, those two teams that get all, this, all the free agents want to go there because there's those two cities. Like, people want to go to Dallas. People want to go to, like, pretty much any team, Kansas City Chiefs, wherever we do want to go there. And I think NBA is starting to get to that point where, like, you know, why don't I go play for the Mavericks? Like, the Mavericks are cool there things like the internet have kind of balanced the tip the scale to like where um russell westbrook can stay in in oklahoma city and Mm -hmm. maybe not be the greatest player but his shoe deals are amazing and like the money and media that he's getting the commercial advertisements like that that big city thing isn't the same draw as it was back in the 90s when we were kids where like you had to play in for the lakers or the knicks or the bulls where, where it's like those three cities, the three biggest cities in the united states that was your big draw and if you didn't play those Mm -hmm. we probably weren't gonna know who you were you know I, I like David Robinson a lot, but I got to see David Robinson play like two times a year. Yeah. And it was like, that was it. The general. <laughs> yeah. The general. And I'm glad you brought up Westbrook because he's, like I said, he's on a ship. He's on the Titanic and it's 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 sinking. He's the guy that's playing the violin, right? Yeah. I, I think we all want to see him either go somewhere or get more talent around him because he's mm-hmm. so talented. Yeah, he's a little bit of an asshole, but I would like to see him. Maybe he, he would go to the uh, the Knicks or something. I can That'd see the great. Knicks training like 
the house. Boats load together. And I see him accepting it because I think if Westbrook was to go anywhere, it would be all about the money and not about a championship at this point. I, I, I just I just think he's a deep down inside of me, me. I want to see him play in Miami with with Jimmy Butler. I feel be, like those two guys, the two like meanest dudes in the yeah. NBA on one team, that would be pretty. Oh, fun. That'd be awesome. I want to see them get in a fight. <laughs> just because like uh, those two they're not even the toughest baddest dudes but like mentally those, they are those are the dudes that are just kind of like think they're the baddest dudes in the in the nba which is scary to me and real quick i just want to like backtrack a little bit yeah, i want to piggyback it. off what you said is uh new york knicks is not a place you would think people would want to play in our eyes we think like it's new york i'll go play mm-hmm. for the new york knicks but i think that that's more of our age group yeah. that's kind of like oh yeah but, and especially have, like Stephen a smith because remember he, he oh, he's yeah. Yeah, the, even that older that generation really i old. think he was more mad than anyone that, yeah like because he's he's from the walt frazier era you know yeah. like so it's just like it, it's like those legacy fans yeah they, like aren't brought up it's just like younger kids nowadays they don't look to the knicks as like the mantle that we hold our basketball gods to like no it's it's you know it's brooklyn it's but these you other look teams. at you look at the the boston red sox the new england patriots the boston celtics the bruins mm-hmm. all have had success in the last 15 25 years you would agree with me correct yes. yeah you have the new york yankees prop the best baseball team dynasty ever mm-hmm. okay you have the um the new york giants you know they, they won some super bowl they got four okay you have the new york rangers they go to the and then you have the knicks that has to be a team that people you know players want to flock to but it's just it doesn't make sense i don't get it it's that heartbreak i think like like to make an analogy like it's that hot girl that you you just fawn over all the time and then maybe she might let you take her out to the movies a couple times and then you see her out with a chad you know, two weeks later, <laughs> and it's just like okay, and then you 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 get sick of getting your heart broke that you just kind of dismiss it and you move but on. But it's, it's it's basically New York versus L.A., and I feel like L.A. is winning when New York should be more of a competitor. I mean, if you think about it, I do it, think that there's a couple of things like one, a lot of those guys are from L.A., so that's one. Two, the weather's amazing down here compared to New York. Like weather in New York's <laughs> yeah. not a year-round thing. Yeah, so true. like here it's like dude where do you want to be in the off season la or new york it's like mm-hmm. dude of course and opportunity as well you know like okay yeah there's some opportunity you know post career in new york but you're never going to beat you know southern california you the know? weather and the atmosphere yeah but as far as like a business standpoint you could go either way yeah i agree i think that you know the same thing you can get in chicago you can get in la but the weather is kind of the one thing Science that's still like, delivered yeah yeah it's like there's a there's a look to la there's a there's a feel to la that you can't sell that in Chicago. Oh, it's different, like Chicago football or something like that. Chicago football is like tough and it's rough and it's like you don't that only like works during football season, but you don't get like rough and tough like like basketball. Like basketball is sold differently in Chicago as somebody that follows the Bears and the Blackhawks and all that and the Cubs. Like I listen to a lot of like um the bold, diehard bold, fan base, yeah, too. and listen to a Chicago lot of Chicago like, don't mess around yeah, with their teams. What they want from their team is a tough guy to show up and like be tough on yeah. the basketball court. You know, they were like they thought they had Zion Williams. They thought they were going to get the first overall pick. I thought we did too. I'm a Bulls fan too, man. Yeah. And so like I, I really wanted Zion to go to the Bulls to be honest, because you know I, yeah. I have a lot of love for that city and like I well, really R.J. Barrett or something. Yeah, I, I was really hoping the Bulls would get would get him. You know, so I was bummed out that they didn't get him, but um, he would have been so perfect. For a couple of reasons, he's tough. He fits that attitude, and he kind of looks like Khalil Mack, and it's kind of weird. <laughs> he does <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> he does. He looks like Khalil Mack. Every time yeah. I see him, I'm like, why is Khalil Mack playing basketball now? <laughs> so to have those two guys can, in that city, <laughs> it would have been amazing. I would have loved to see that. And um, you know, 
well, hats off to New Orleans. They keep winning those lotteries somehow. But yeah. I think it's I think it's fixed. and then they just won it again by getting rid of Anthony Davis with all those draft picks. That just makes their future a lot brighter, I mm-hmm. think. And the Lakers right now, with all the crap they went through last year, with we have LeBron, we didn't make the playoffs. What's going on, Genie Bus, Magic Johnson? They're in a state where we need to make the playoffs this year, and I guarantee Lakers are going to the the conference finals this year. You think I, so? I, yes, I hope they so. have to. I hope so, but I'm, to. I'm looking I at it. I don't believe okay. so. I look at it as 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 a skeptical fan. Like you got to show me before like I actually get on that bandwagon because I have my heart broke way too many times. You got a good team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're hot. I mean, they're a hot girl right now. But at the same time, like, how do all those personalities gel together? I mean, and you still got a lot of holes in in that team as well. The point guard, your starting point guard is Rajon Rondo, and his backup is the third string for Golden State last year who didn't really do much and you're just like wow like but this you have LeBron do you believe in LeBron James. that much no I, actually not a big fan of him is, but I respect him I respect is, him this is 33 going on 34 LeBron but he's a freak of nature he's the Terrell Owens of basketball he's just a freak I don't know man he's I think this is, this is we're gonna see 34 year old LeBron now I'll no, take I think 35 hey, I'm a 35 I'll yeah. take 35 year old LeBron James over 22 anybody on the Bulls right oh. now <laughs> I mean at this point I mean I think the Lakers made a lot of smart moves mm-hmm. and people will say it was dumb for them to get rid of all those first round picks but like I said they're in a spot where they have to win now they're mm-hmm. the Lakers and they're doing what the um he's gonna be 35 yeah yeah they're doing what the new york knicks should have done they should have paid uh they should get a face of the franchise and their face right now is what rj barrett because they were banking (laughs) on zion williams yeah they could have had uh new York to really get out they have to get over themselves like just forget about getting a giant star and just build from the draft like it's just that's just the way they're gonna have to do it until they prove themselves that they're worthy of having people want to be there and, they haven't they haven't done is. that in the last 20 years so they, they need to just get over themselves you're absolutely right but it should be an interesting uh season coming up and we're i mean like i said the greatest free agency i've seen in a long time in basketball there's so much storylines and it also kind of starts too with kevin durant going to uh to brooklyn with kyrie irving and then you have deandre jordan did not meeting. see that happening no not at that all that was awesome i kind of banked on okay he's going to re-sign with you know golden state i kind of figured i mean yeah even after him and um What's his face got into a fight? Whoa, uh, I can't think. Draymond right. Green. Draymond Green. When him and Draymond Green got into it, I was like, "All right, whatever." But when you see him in the tunnel, um, you know, after you know those losses to Toronto, he's you know, chasing he, championships, he wants to win. Yeah, he's you know he's cheering on his teammates. He's you know he's doing this. You're like, "All right, there's a brotherhood there that you know, okay, maybe he's gonna resign." And then when he just drops immediately and goes to Brooklyn, I'm like, "Wow, that took me by surprise." And then I, I kind of respect. But they gave the max deal with Clay Thompson, this. though. You you had to figure they had to keep one. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I, I love. I'm a big Kevin Durant fan. Love the guy. I don't care of all the flack he got when he left um, Oklahoma. I mean, I wouldn't want to play with Westbrook either. He seems kind <laughs> of like a douche, but he's a great player. I'm just saying. But mm-hmm. I mean. You want to pick Clay Thompson or Kevin Durant? Clay Thompson's trying to go out there with a torn whatever he had. He's you know, trying to. He's a he's a he's a true warrior, and I would yeah. sign Clay Thompson over uh, Kevin Durant right now. Here's the thing for me, like to me, I kind of agree. Like the fact that he left Oklahoma City, I think had more to do with Russell Westbrook and the fact that those two guys just weren't going to get along. One of them had to go. Unfortunately, they got rid. The, the last guy to to leave is the guy they should have got rid of at the very beginning. Like that should have been James Harden and and. Uh, Kevin Durant's team 
Like Russell yeah. Westbrook should have left. Should have been the first guy to get traded and get him out of here. If you look at those teams that when they had Harden, Durant, and Westbrook, Abaka, w- yeah, one of those years you had Westbrook hurt. The other year you had Durant hurt. They really, if they would, if they could have just stayed and still got Paul George, I mean, we'd be talking about the the war, uh, the Thunder, not the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I mean, yeah, um, or at least talking about the Warriors versus the Thunder in the. The conference finals instead of the freaking uh, Rockets that deflate every. I think though too, know? like James Harden, he's he's. You said it earlier before we started recording our first show. He, he's just somebody that is just like it. It's he's a player that you know what he's gonna do, and he he attracts so much attention and so much time with the ball that it's just like detrimental to the people around him. And then you pair him up with Chris Paul, who needs to have the ball in his hand as well. It's just like that that team's not gonna. Well, gonna the window is closing. Yeah, with a lot well, of these. Chris teams. Paul is already like past his prime. So. Thirty six, right? Maybe I don't know. Somewhere in that area. Maybe I mean. So <laughs> he th- here's the thing about those guys, those past the prime guys. Like once you get over the thirty three line, I feel like. In basketball years, I don't care who you are, but, like, you either have to reinvent your game, like, just show up. You can't, you know, like, Shaq didn't really reinvent himself. He kind of still kept gaining weight, and it was just like, dude, you're not going to lose it in, during the season. Like, you have to change it. Like, just, I don't know what you do, but you have to do it. Even Michael Jordan couldn't beat Father Time, you know? It was just like, he got old. And that's where I feel like LeBron is at this point, where it's like, LeBron isn't really about winning championships right now. He's doing Space Jam too. It kind of worries me. That's why I don't buy into the, like, the Lakers are going to be there in the play. Mm-hmm. Like I can see them making the playoffs, but it's on Anthony Davis, who hasn't really stayed healthy the last two years, um, and it's you know the building blocks around him aren't really there anymore. Your your bench is gone. You're relying a lot on Danny Green to like show you like to give you a spark either defensively or offensively because really he's a he's a pretty one dimensional player. I love Danny Green. He was on the Spurs for like six years, so like. I know what he does. And I know what he does really well, and it's three and D, and that's kind of his his thing, you know. Um, you don't want the ball in his hand too much because he'll turn it over, and like that's that's kind of like the, the doesn't add anything else to to what you're gonna get from LeBron. So a lot of this is gonna be like how far can Anthony Davis take you? With so Le- you think this is Anthony Davis? This team. is Anthony Davis team. Really? If, if you don't think this is Anthony Davis okay. team, because I do, is, I do too. I, okay, this, okay, okay, okay. Anthony Davis is what twenty-seven. He's kind of in this, his prime. Okay, the age. Okay, I yeah. get that. I just feel that you know, and this is just my opinion. You guys are the you know the Laker. Well, you are the Laker expert. I mean, it's LeBron James. Like I said, a freakishly great athlete. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. I an think age. I think um, Anthony Davis is the smaller of the two names. Mm-hmm. But like in the basketball world, I think we all know who's who's the, the torch. Real, the torch is being. It's going to be passed, kind of yeah, like yeah. with uh, Dave Robertson and um, Tim, Tim Duncan. Duncan. Yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. I, that's what that's what I'm seeing right now. This is what honestly. I'm seeing too. Honestly, it's like that situation where you had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers yeah. where it's just like. Yeah, LeBron's going to try to take over the show, or he for the and he's first still going to be a good player. Yeah, the, the, the thing to me about it is that this is not the championship team. Either you're building towards something with Anthony Davis, but you almost have to forget about LeBron on this team because LeBron on this team is not a Kawhi level player. He's not a Kevin Durant level player. Just because he doesn't have that outside presence, he's going to be guarded. If even if they make it to the playoffs, like every team in the West got ready for this, like they knew Anthony they Davis. They loaded up. They loaded up, and I was telling them, like, look out for Utah. Like, Utah is ready for this. Like, Utah has been, like, in the background getting ready for this. San Antonio got ready for this. The minute the minute that um, Anthony Davis went there, they traded out players, and they brought in nothing but defensive specialists because they got ready for, like, mm-hmm. for, 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 what they're, for what's coming. And really, I don't think any team got ready for what the Clippers ultimately did. 
because that's kind of its own little beast and i think no one's ready to see what that could be on paper i still think that they're the best maybe utah is right behind them houston maybe third best but those three teams are at the top of the top of the west and everyone's you know kind of mm-hmm. fighting because really i mean you i i if you told me that the lakers missed the playoffs i would be like yeah i could see that happening too because really if one of those two guys misses a month anthony davis sprains a, another ankle mm-hmm. like he normally does every year you know i could see them because it's then it's just the lebron joe lebron joe lebron, LeBron james shame <laughs> show with um freaking like Jabel McGee, like doing crazy mm-hmm. dumb things. Because they got cousins, I mean that helps them out but a little see, bit, then, right? A little bit, but he's more of a bench guy. You can't really trust him for more than twenty minutes a game. And well, it's like, I mean, he went on a um, he went on a uh, Golden State Warriors team that they didn't even need him, and then they did need him, and he was like, "Oh, I was just here to collect my ring." Yeah. Now I feel like he's got that experience, and he's in a spot where he knows he's playing with. And, and okay, it's only been what a year or two that we've been talking about LeBron James as the best basketball player of all time. I mean, we're. Ta- I mean, I don't think he is, but we've been talking about that from his career with Cleveland to Miami to Cleveland. He missed the playoffs one year, and all of a sudden, it's someone else's show. It's crazy. Like it's it, it, uh, it baffles see, me a little bit. I, here's, I, here's the thing about that. I think when he was in Miami, and maybe I mean the he had year help, after but that, I feel like the help he has now is really good. I mean, that's just my. No, no. I, what I was gonna say is like when he was in Miami, and maybe the year before that, and the year after that, I think that's when he was prime LeBron, and that's mm-hmm. when he was at his best. Um, that I will say he was probably the best basketball player in the world. Prior to that, I still think the argument was still there. Is like you still had Kobe and Duncan going after the they were at their yeah. fourth and fifth rings. You know, you could still make that argument. And now even like today, it's like who's better? Like okay. maybe Giannis or Kevin Durant or Kawhi Leonard. I never saw him as like just now we're realizing. Like as somebody that watches basketball, like you know, I, I watch the freaking um detroit pistons play the milwaukee bucks yeah, back the when they were, pass, yeah. yeah back when yeah. yeah i watch all these games right and so it's like you can see the decline he's not the same I mean, you know right i was when i was watching like the spurs and the and the um the heat going at it in those playoffs like that was like top dog lebron like that was we were facing him at his prime seeing him now like i was you know when i would watch the the spurs and the lakers play last year the spurs were the most like beat up no defensive oriented team and we, I think we we played each other like three times. We lost one, and then one two, and it but, was just like really because this team should have been loaded and should have beat us up the whole time. Mm-hmm. I I didn't see that from him from him last year. I just think he's declining now, and not a knock. Is it because of age older. or yeah? Okay, I age? think it, I think it's okay. age, and I think it's injuries, and I think a lot of times okay. you, you can do a lot in the beginning Mileage part too. of the year. But I do look at a, a LeBron like you said, he's declining because he's getting older, and I look at what he has done with uh, but, the Cavaliers with no team. I and you were see, saying that's the, that's the thing. That's the thing. I hear that a lot about no team, but this team that he's about to play with, I think I'm besides, talking about the Cavaliers in yeah, 2017. Yeah. Then they got swept by the Warriors. That team. But see, at that point, what you mean when Kyrie got injured? Della Dova, Della Nova. Yeah, that's when he got injured. He, they but, had nobody on that team, and but he brought they still that team had all Kevin the way. Kevin Love, Kevin Love was still like a really. We still there was still a lot of people, including we're, myself. We're, we're comparing Kevin Love to Anthony. He has more help now than he did with that Cavaliers team, and he did more with the team. If you subtract Anthony Davis, let's say Anthony Davis has a sprained ankle for like one month, so he misses three. So weeks. then he's in kind of the same. This boat is he the was. worst team he's ever been on. Do you think so? Yeah, I do think so. Oh yeah, I mean considering he was on the Heat. But I think the worst team he was on was that Cavaliers team that he brought all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. I mean, that's in the East, like, though. But that's in the East, though, though. See, that's the difference. They're all though. professionals, though. No, but, but you got to play each other more time. Now you're playing. Now you're playing 
James Harden one night. You're playing the Spurs one night. Damian you're playing, Lillard. You're playing Damian Lillard a lot more times. You don't get to beat up on like whatever's happening in, in New York, <laughs> in New York or the fucking Magic. Like you yeah. don't get to beat up on the Magic. You got the Suns and the you know you can <laughs> you, walk all over. That's the, the, one team. the Suns are the weakest team. They won't yeah. make the playoffs, but you only get to play them four times. But you got to play everyone even, else. Even the Sacramento Kings have De'Aaron Fox, yeah. who's like who I wanted over Lonzo Ball. Like even then, it's like when that's supposed to be a night off like that's even a fucking challenge right okay there. let like, me rephrase that it team got you reloaded. take the laker team now and you put them in the east and there's no problem they go to the oh playoffs. that laker team in the it's east the is oh, like yeah. the third okay. seed all right because they are in a tough division they are in a, a western conference that is very tough because yeah. everyone loaded up mm-hmm. and then they, like to art's point i do agree with that like you're gonna have some injuries on there and that's why i was like unless you're gonna trade lebron for uh Kawhi leonard in a signing trade somehow you need to start building those role players. That's why Toronto was so good is because every player from 1 to 12 was awesome and bringing something to the table. There was a, there was a section of the finals where Kawhi wasn't getting off. Siakam. Then, yeah, you had Siakam. He went off. And then when Siakam fell by the wayside, you had Van Fleet. He went off. Yeah. You, you had Danny Green go off. It's just like you had all these players. Marc Gasol's old ass fucking went off. It, you know, then Serge Ibaka comes off and gives you nine blocks off the bench that adds, you know, an intangible to. And that's what I think the league needs to go towards. towards. Well, that's sharing the ball. That was that European style of, mm-hmm. like, basketball and I, I think that fit Kawhi perfectly that's kind of the spurs old system the spurs system of passing the ball and then letting your like one two and three dictate the flow of the game i think that that works perfectly for him and i think doc knows the system well as well it's very similar to what the spurs do it's going to be in, in in la and i think that's another reason it's like doc's here you know if you had, if you couldn't get pop to coach you, you might as well get doc it's like mm-hmm. the second best thing out there so it's like yeah. So who did Lakers? He's <laughs> just like Ooh. oh, Vogel. Vogel, yeah. And he's Vogel like, sounds like the kid that everybody picked on in elementary school. He sounds like my pediatrician. Oh, they gonna say he <laughs> sounds like my penis. So, so quick question to both you guys: Lakers playoffs, yes or no? This year, uh, I say yes at okay. like the six seed. The six seed, six or seven. Yeah, I see that too. I mean, uh, last year, like I was hoping for an eighth seed, and we didn't even get that. So, I, you guys would have had it if LeBron didn't get hurt. But think so of the record when they before he got hurt. But he's he's. He's 35. He's going to get hurt. And whatever, he did that without Anthony Davis. Whatever spot Oklahoma had last year, that's the spot I think that they'll get this year. I think they were like the six or seven. Mm-hmm. Something I, like that. I could see them being. I just think it's crazy how the odds in Vegas are. They were so in favor of the Lakers winning the whole thing. See, that's. Now a, it's the Clippers. Did you, they, they readjusted yeah, the Clippers. And I'm looking at both teams, and it's going to be a dogfight. But I think too, like we're going off of what's on paper. Of on course, paper, on paper, we, we don't thought. Know. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. Like, this is the other thing. You look at the Clippers. The Clippers kept uh, Paul George and um, and um, uh, Kawhi Leonard both have injury backgrounds. I can see them both missing a week or two throughout the year, where it's like, oh, he missed an entire week because he has a sprained ankle or something mm-hmm. like that. Kawhi Leonard's um, that that injury that he had when he was in San Antonio. One of the reasons San Antonio is very skeptical about it is that. The doctor said, that's an injury you're going to have to deal with for the rest of your career. And San Antonio was like, if you're going to have to deal with it for the rest of your career, you might as well just come back now and play with it. And he was like, no, let me wait until I feel good. Who did the Clippers get rid of this season after the... Well, they got rid of um, Danilo Gallinari, and then they got rid of like six draft picks. Okay, so six draft picks and one player. They still made the playoffs without Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, correct? Yeah. You add that to that team now. that may, And even if they do miss a week, they're still a playoff team. 
Yeah. I mean, they did. They did what? Take two I out can, of no. Golden I can State? see them. What, I didn't say I can see them not making the playoffs. I can see them being the number one seed overall in the West. Oh, okay. But I can see the reason why they don't win it all is because of injury. Oh, okay, all right. And but then, even with injury, I can see them winning. Like, yeah, I think I think they'll be for, fine if they do have injuries to get there. But yeah, if they're gonna win it all, of course they need everyone healthy. Which everyone team? I yeah, mean, but every all team. Yeah, exactly. I could say like, yeah, Giannis like, doesn't make. Yeah. Giannis breaks his leg week yeah, one, but, and yeah. <laughs> Kevin Durant's out for the season. But the Knicks win the. You know, by default, we're just gonna give the Knicks the championship. I want the Knicks to win now. Poor Knicks, ah, man. Poor Knicks. They're, I just wanted to shut. No, never mind. I do. Stephen A. Smith is gonna get even louder, and we don't need that. Nobody needs. Can that. he get louder? Yeah, I, I anything's possible. Is Jay Z fuck think, Beyonce? I think, <laughs> I think his receding hairline is the same as LeBron's. They oh, just man. keep going. LeBron's back. is a little worse because I think LeBron has. Stephen A. Smith can't wear a headband to work. That, somebody took a fucking sharpie to LeBron's head and like painted that in. No, he actually got his hair done. I think no, there was a thing I saw on the internet where he actually. I don't know if it was fake or not, but I was like, eh, I was. Uh, I think I was, he gets that as seen on TV shit because there's pictures of him where it looks like a fucking like Joshua tree like <laughs> desert like Carlos he's Boozer sweat it off. Carlos the loser put that fucking wax on his head. Mm-hmm. That's um, I was at my barber one time and he was like, dude, can you believe it? Like LeBron has a show called The Barbershop. The dude with no fucking hair <laughs> it has a show called The Barbershop. <laughs> my barber's a bald guy named Curly. <laughs> That's the other thing. Like LeBron is just way too invested in like my TV show, my Space Jam, all these things. Mm-hmm. And like trying to be like he might even he's go into looking, politics after he's this looking shit. At, uh, at his future though i mean he's looking at and like, that's dude that's i'm all about that man yeah. like think about your kids one of my favorite quotes is like the dude, the drummer from slipknot the dude that just plays the trash can he's talking <laughs> about how like the minute that slipknot makes no no money i'm quitting this band like i don't care about this band as much as i care about my kids mm-hmm. and then to me that that's a great quote Look, man, cause, there's only one person that could bang on a trash can better than the guy from <laughs> slipknot and that's doug funny from doug <laughs> <laughs> dude this shit just got Doug funny. It's, it's a great quote and i respect that lebron uh, is you know caring about his kids and things like that and mm, about his future yeah so i think he's gonna be more invested in his kids here in the next five years he because has to be. his kids, his kids are, are almost in college yeah, yeah yeah it's gonna be fun to watch him and dwayne wade's kid yeah yeah it's gonna be fun is there any rookies any nba rookies rookies or second year guys that you guys think will take a big leap well besides zion i mean obviously he's gonna have a beast year like he looked amazing in fucking did you see that play where he like just totally just ripped that guy yeah. the ball out of the, and just dunks it on him like he's like a baby shack or whatever obviously he's gonna be just out the gate amazing like that that that's good to see um from last year i think luca man luka, yeah looking from the mavs i can see the mavs they're that one team i fucking hate the mavs like i think a lot of people i think you brought it up like there's a spurs lakers rivalry mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel that strong to me maybe because the lakers have been kind of in the shadows for the last years but the fucking mavs man they're always just in the shadow of the spurs and i i, I have so much hate for that team yeah at the same time like i can see them being really really good with all the pieces that they've added mm-hmm. i can see them like fucking being at least in the top five in the west and i hate that yeah because I, I don't think, like them either just because of mark cuban yeah. I, for no other reason i just he has a punchable face. Yeah, you know, Mark Cuban, a uh, Shark Tank. Yeah. Oh, hate yeah. that show. Yeah, I, I, I think that the it's Spurs, a white woman show. The Spurs are kind of like they see eye to eye with them, but at the same time, like I love their moves almost as much as I love our moves, mm-hmm. and I hate that. I like to, I like to feel a little bit better than than knowing that we're better, <laughs> but I feel like we're almost eye to eye to them now, and it's like, oh my god, like it's gonna be like a showdown because really Houston's, Houston's like reign at the top right now and like those texas teams is kind of like 
it's just on borrowed time. Yeah. Like they're not going to be able to keep James Harden there and that team's never going to win a championship. But those but but Dallas and the Mavs are just or uh, Spurs mm-hmm. and Mavs are just kind of like And it could be like that one year that they beat the 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 Miami Heat, you know, Dallas the Dallas Mavericks. It's just like that that's always a possibility with them. They're always like one or two players away from doing that again. They're really good. I don't see them winning the championship, but they're definitely making the playoffs this year. I think they're probably my eighth seed. So who's going? All the way? The you East and West. Who do you got? Uh, well, as east, of today, to me, right now. East doesn't matter besides Milwaukee and the 76ers. Mm. And then from then on, it's like, oh, I see the Bulls making it, by the way. Shut the fuck up. I do see the Bulls making it this year. <laughs> Come on, man. I see them making it. Stop Make- flirting, guys, okay? Seven or six. They're like the seven or six in the East. Nah. I, yeah, see. I don't see Toronto. If Toronto makes it, they're like the eighth. And Celtics, maybe? Celtics will make it. Oh, yeah. Why not? Um, I think that I think the Heat make it. Yeah, the Heat. Um, Sixers in there. Six, yeah, Sixers are probably like my second team in the East. I'd be happy if the Bulls made the eight seed just to show up. <laughs> you know, hey, I, think, I think they're gonna make it, man. I think I really do think oh, that they're man. gonna make it. It'd be nice. Mm-hmm. But you got um, so I mean, if you had to pick a team, I know you said it didn't matter. Just throw a team out there. So. Uh, I think Milwaukee will Milwaukee. come out of the East. Okay, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I, I'd probably go with Milwaukee or uh, the Celtics. Yeah, but more likely Milwaukee because what they did last year. I and think Jacob. I think Philly out of the East. Philly, and okay. then one of the LA teams maybe out of. So the So it's in LA. LA, yeah, Philly. one of the LA okay. teams. I think. I, I'm always hard, like on my teams, like whether it be the the Cowboys, the Lakers, or the Dodgers. I'm always super hard on them, and sometimes they have a way of surprising me, and they always let me down. But uh, <laughs> well, my it, Dodgers right now are surprising me. They're losing eight to one. Padres, oh, fuck yeah, and to the Padres too. Fucking Two Machado. Games. Oh my gosh, I wish we'd have kept him. Too expensive though. <laughs> no, yeah, he's but a bad just, apple. Why do Seagulls here get hurt and he's hurt right now? Mm-hmm. You know, like shit, can't win without a shortstop because we have a lot of errors in the infield. Yeah. You know, so, switching to baseball. Yeah, baseball art. Yeah, let's do it. All right. You're, so obviously, I I want to put this out here. Like I've been waiting to do a sports show with art. I remember there was a time in our lives where I was trying to get art into baseball, and we kind of had a falling out over it. Like I think I was making fun of him because like he liked soccer, and then he was making fun of me back because I liked baseball or whatever. But now we're kind of like on the same playing field. Like where I, I still respect- I still like soccer more. Congratulations yeah. to the women's uh, USA team. Yeah, they won today. Yeah, they won the World Cup. Just real quick. Yeah, and I don't watch I just, soccer, but good for them. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, and they deserve a lot more credit than they're actually getting in the media. But um, yeah, I just want to say that, and I, I respect soccer a little bit more, and Art respects baseball a little bit more because he's obviously a Cubs fan now. So, well, the, with, when you go into soccer, I, I'm not really a big soccer fan, but when they do the World Cup, it's always interesting to watch. You know, you pick a country and you go for them. Most likely, your country, that USA, is always you know out. <laughs> I, dude, if you I like can't Germany. get into the World Cup, then it's like that's the best of the oh, best. Oh yeah, yeah, that passion is just infectious. I mean, the flopping is just <laughs> remarkable. I'm like, is this do, a LeBron James think, game? <laughs> do you think the flopping's bad in soccer? Do you it's think that horrible. That's, uh, would it's would soccer. you say you're like a soccer outsider? I'm a very soccer outsider. So would you say that that's the one thing that pushes you away? What, what would make the game better for you? Um, I would say the shorter fields, maybe. Maybe, maybe, but see, that's like that's, I would that's say, the football thing where it's like you right. would make scoring higher. I would say in football. the flopping would be kind of weak. Um, probably just, I mean, the flopping kind of gets on my nerves because it's just like the you know they're 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 flopping like LeBron James out there. I think and, the little boy in me says like more physicality, but then like the older like grizzled vet like in me says like, well, no, we got to make sure players are safe out there. So I mean, that, yeah, that's that's one thing too is it's not a, as much physicality because I think I like like 
hockey. That's what sells hockey. It's like, oh, it's so it's physical. a fast pace. It's, it's, it's similar to soccer. It is not soccer, but it's similar to soccer. Mm-hmm. And what makes hockey so fun is it's a shorter, you know. I agree with and, that. And it's a faster pace. And there's more physicality. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can hit them. And I'm not saying let's hit people in soccer. It'd be cool, but then what are we watching rugby? Kind of. Yeah, you yeah know? exactly. I but, think if soccer got rid of offsides, you know, can you imagine basketball yeah. if it had offsides? Mm-hmm. Like, they would, oh, yeah. you would get rid of, like, Absolutely. alley-oops and dunks. Like, basically, mm-hmm. be... It'd be a very boring sport. It yeah. would. I think if you got rid of offsides in in, uh, in soccer. soccer, you would all of a sudden get like a really, really interesting, more athletic sport. Yeah. And I think that, you know, a lot of African-Americans don't really gravitate towards soccer because, uh, you know, it's just, it's mostly seen as like, especially in the United States. I would say that actually just in the United States. It's yeah. a worldwide sport though. I mean, it is soccer, a worldwide sport. But the thing about soccer versus football and other sports, soccer is the cheapest sport to play. And there's a lot of countries out there that are, are a lot poorer than us. And they can play soccer because it just requires your feet and a ball versus having to get the helmets, the you know the bats, mm-hmm. the gloves. And that's why we have the World Cup. It would be awesome if we had like a World Cup with baseball and football. But that's what kind of brings us all together with the World Cup. And it only happens once every four years. It's. I mean, that's. I, f- a- I feel like in, in, in soccer, like the, the people that we get to represent the United States – they're usually the kids that weren't good enough for football or Absolutely, basketball. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, like, can you imagine if like a LeBron James or a Zion Williams was like goalkeeping for the United States? Well, I'll tell you, Some it has super a lot athletic to do beast. with contracts. If you see it, uh, is it Lionel Messi, the money they throw yeah. at that guy? I mean, probably the most highest paid athlete in the world. One of the most highest yeah. paid athletes in the world. We're throwing contracts like that at LeBron James and and Kevin Durant, and there's no salary cap, I'm pretty sure they would reconsider their sports career. I mm. mean, it's it pays. It well, really I, I think that it's if you're, more if like, you're like a Michael Jordan of soccer, though, you can't yeah. do that. Like, yeah. I just think the fact that, you know, it's become that sport, like the default sport for that kid that couldn't make the baseball team or couldn't make the mm. basketball team because, like, and let's face it, it's usually, like, white kids. Like, well, I put my kids in it just so they can run off the energy and go to bed at night, dude. Just, <laughs> like, calm down, run, go kick the ball. I'm going to bed and drinking a beer. <laughs> but there is something cool about being, like, the captain of the football team. You know, like, oh, yeah, that's the yeah. jock you thing get, where it's, like. You get all the girls, man. Yeah, yeah. you're the captain of the Look basketball Aaron team. Aaron Rodgers. You got Danica Patrick, you know. Like, Tom Brady has models, you know. Yeah. It's, it's a totally, like, American thing. But if yeah. you think about it, like, you know, if you were in, like, brazil or mexico or like anywhere in europe yeah it's well, look at david the, beckham look at david beckham I and mean, he landed a fucking spice girl yeah like you're the fucking man like if, yeah. if you're the best soccer player in like portugal it's like everybody knows you like you know like it's so, just Ronaldo. i'm gonna ask you this and i'm gonna ask you this if you had if you were born with the uh, talent you were the michael jordan of any sport you could choose what sport would it be Ooh, that's a very good question basketball Basketball, hands down. So you'd be like the Michael Jordan, okay? I'd be Michael Jordan of the. <laughs> I'd be the white Michael Jordan, half white Michael Jordan. Uh, uh, probably basketball or soccer, one of the two. Definitely not football because I'm not taking that punishment. Yeah, that's CT. I grew shit. up wanting to be, you know, the best wide receiver of all time, but then I thought about it, and I I could see my if I had the talent, I want to be the best pitcher in baseball ever. Dude, that would be the best. Awesome awesome too. Who's who is the best football player in the United States right now? Who's making the most? Probably making the most money? Is it is it Russell Wilson? I think he just broke the contract Did for he? the highest. Did they pay him? I think he just got paid. I think he yeah. might be Let's just go with Russell Wilson. He okay. just recently got It's either Russell Wilson, I'm pretty sure um Patrick Mahomes is going to break that in like a year or two. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um but <laughs> yeah. anyways, Russell Wilson I think is the highest paid. Well, one. they're talking about Dak Prescott too getting paid stupid money for 
you know. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that's so much bullshit. Be They're like mediocre. trying to make them take like a hometown discount shit. And I'm like, dude, there's no hometown discounts in football. Anyways, um, that's besides the point. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is like football player, like soccer, I'm like soccer players. I just say soccer players, not football players. But soccer players are making like way more money than like American football players. No cap. There's no. Um... And they're taking a beating. Like in basketball players, LeBron James is making more money than Russell Wilson is in a sport that makes more money than basketball Yeah, that's does. weird. Yeah. Hand over fist, football makes way more money than all of these sports. In, in American sports, yeah. I should say. And it's just like you look at some of those contracts. Like if you are in the NBA, like the one of the guys that we picked up on the Lakers to fill out that roster, he's getting paid $5 million or whatever. It just comes to, with a risk, though. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. But like, okay, with football, though, too, it's just like, okay, there's more money to be distributed. And you see players that are getting a hundred thousand dollars, you know, and like that's I was like that's weird. And we got somebody I don't even remember his name playing for the Lakers, and he's getting five million a year. Well, the thing about basketball tra- uh, contracts versus football contracts is I can sign you for football for a four-year eighty million dollar deal versus basketball four-year eighty million dollar year. It's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So if you get cut the next year, if you get injured, you get that money. In football, you get cut. The contracts are are so where you're not going to get all that money. It's signing bonus and endorsements. Well, that's, that's, just, that's the argument we're trying to make. Like, football contracts are just Bobby so Bonilla. much less. It's yeah. like, you can break a leg and we'll never see you again. Like, yeah. it's really just like, if you get two years out of a contract, like, two years guaranteed is really what most contracts are. Even superstar, like, like fucking, I'm trying to think, who's the baddest running back in, in the NFL? Probably, like... Right now, the, the best running back? Yeah. Or the highest paid? The best. Or highest paid. I mean, Zeke and Le'Veon Bell. I mean, those two. Um, didn't they sign uh, Todd Gurley? I think Todd Gurley is the highest paid running back right now. Oh, yeah. But he's, like, injured. But, he's injured. Talking, what, what, but I the think best Le'Veon, running back right I now. I think Le'Veon could, Bell got, like, the biggest contract, right? So we'll no, just go with him. It's not that big. In fact, they actually, the Steelers offered him more money than he signed with uh, Jets. It's actually a $3 million difference. And uh, he set out a year, so now he's 27. And the shelf life for a running back is <laughs> one years. Dude, if you get yeah. past thirty at a running back position, yeah, that's you made it. And it depends on the position. So my um, the okay. So we're talking about um, Russell Wilson being the highest paid quarterback. He can play for another eight years, no problem. He can. Running backs, they'll be lucky to get eight years. They really will. Once they hit twenty eight, it's kind of like you ain't getting a five year deal. No, that's why they're trying to make their money at like twenty six. You know, mm-hmm. so they can look out for the future. If you're looking at other positions, Aaron Donald probably is the best football player. And he's worth every penny. And oh. he's a he's a defensive end, and he's a monster. Mm-hmm. But to go with our argument, though, like why is a league like the NFL like why are players not compensated the way NBA players are that makes a lot less money or MLB players? It goes, and I think it's like this: you have Jerry Jones and and, and Eddie DeBartolo in the '90s. They were buying teams. They were basically throwing. There's no cap space. And you have these rich teams that the Cowboys, the Niners, Steelers, New York, they could just buy all this talent. I mean, the argument is the Niners bought a world a Super Bowl in nineteen ninety four. Mm-hmm. We kinda did. We had a very high paying, you know, roster and they had to put a cap on that to make it fair for all the other teams. With the NBA, there's sort of a salary cap kind of oh, there is, yeah. There's a max contract deal. Baseball, it's baseball is I mean, you have the Dodgers, the highest paid you know, franchise, you have the Yankees, the Red Sox, and then these teams like the 
The Marlins. Yeah, the Mar- <laughs> Dude, baseball contracts are just way out of hand, man. It depends on how good you are, though. I but mean, you see, have the Bryce Harper deals. Yeah, if you're a Bryce Harper talent kind of person versus if you're a Russell Martin kind of player. The, the thing about it is, like, a Bryce Harper isn't impacting a game as much as a LeBron James is impacting a game. Agreed. Yeah, LeBron James will probably never make that level of money on basketball alone. You know, he has to use contracts. He's using a basketball uh, endorsement, endorsement deals that, yeah. and doing his movie deal now. Because they like, can't because if they pay him all that money, they got to pay talent around him. Yeah. And baseball, they. I mean. I, I just don't think that any ba- – well, some baseball contracts are kind of worth it. But the majority of baseball can- contracts, especially now, like where you can really – it's going to get to the point where they're just going to – have one superstar on what team and then everyone else gets paid like kind of crappy just because baseball contracts are just getting way too out of hand the mike trout deal like dude does anyone actually think that the that the how was gonna say the eagles that the angels <laughs> are gonna win anything like never they're never gonna be relevant and a lot of it has to do with that contract's huge mm-hmm. how are you ever gonna get anyone else to come play with them um it just creates it creates all these problems down the road where it's like these franchises are going to feel the burn in a couple of years. And yeah, maybe like, you know, whatever they're paying him now is just going to feel like pennies later on. But, you know, you're never going to win anything in the next three years. Like nothing at all. I don't see the Angels being relevant in the next three years. And you said it too. Like he doesn't make as much of an impact on the game as, like you said, like a LeBron James because if you, if he's you playing traded, the outfield. If you traded like uh, Anthony Rizzo, for Mike Trout, I bet both franchises wouldn't really feel a difference, mm-hmm. like wins-wise, you know? Yeah, one is viewed as being that much better that he's going to get the biggest contract that's like you can buy a fucking state with that money at that point. <laughs> but you got to understand, they're in a division with two teams that um, you got the Houston Astros that sandbag for years, and you have the Oakland Athletics that played Moneyball. I mean, there's a way around it. There is. It's just, I mean... The, they're going to have to get more talent on that um, Angels team. And that contract, yeah, they're going to have to figure something out. Maybe it takes less money. I don't know. But not my problem because I'm a Dodger fan. <laughs> and we're going to have – actually, that's going to be a problem here pretty soon. The, yeah, Because we're going to are, have to sell – we're going to have to um, I'll sign I'll say this the Dodgers. The Dodgers are probably the smartest money team in, like, in probably all the sports. They, like, got, they went bankrupt. <laughs> well, like, the fact that they're, like – they have this, like – payroll that's like how is this possible magic Johnson, i'm gonna ass- i'm gonna assume someone's actually crunching the numbers and they're just not throwing this in like and there's like a room full of like i, I think when it comes to financial uh the the finance with the dodgers they they struck gold in their farm they have the best farm team ever i know every rookie that comes out the last really years is like awesome yeah yeah they have the best farm team and that helps that's why they kind of got rid of puig which i'm kind of glad they got rid of puig he's kind of uh a, i mean he was entertaining but I feel like if we do get the World Series without Puig, we might, I mean, even though he was so good in the World Series, maybe that's what we needed to get rid of him to mm-hmm. to get over that hump. I don't know. I agree. I don't think he has needed him. Yeah. But I just think, man, I, I, I don't know how. Someone's either really bad at math there or really good at math there. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> which one. We'll find out in like again, three it's years. A, it's, it's a high market team. You know, mm-hmm. the Dodgers The Dodgers can't go 10 years without making the playoffs without someone calling for someone's head. Yeah. You know, like – like the Knicks, um, Knicks haven't really been relevant in a long time. But nobody calls for the head. Yeah, yeah. except but Stephen A. Smith. The Yankees are kind of in that same boat where it's Yankees like, are, yeah. Yan- Yankees can't go more than, like, baseball needs the Yankees but more than any other agreed. franchise. But, yeah, agreed. yeah. And then baseball, too, like, it, like, those teams are almost like religion. Like Boston, the Red Sox, that's a religion. I, I see more Yankees hats here than I see 
Padres and Angels hats combined. Oh, yeah. We're in California. Yeah. That's how big the Yankees are, you know? Yeah, they they're have like, that reach. They're like the second favorite team to the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are not. It's not like there's some and, shitty team. And it know? has to do with that winning 27 World Series, mm-hmm. the most World Series out of any baseball team. And, and that's, that, that's the, the equity of a championship, you yeah. know? And that that's what that brings. You know, the Red Sox, yeah, like, they, they, were all, they always had a, a rabid fan base, but it wasn't until they started winning, like, World Series titles that you know you started to see like okay that started to rival new york hats all the way over here on the west coast i'll say one thing about their hats is that they probably have the best looking hats the angels no no the boston red sox well that i'm always jealous of how beautiful those hats look stole it from the brooklyn dodgers (laughs) yeah it's like like slightly different like the different color yeah it's kind of weird like their their color palette is like it's that old like 22 skidoo like fonts that that used to come out like when baseball was like yeah cool looking like there's something cool looking about that hat and i can see why i think a lot of dudes just wear it because it looks cool oh yeah and that's the thing i'll go to a bar and i'll be hanging out drinking wearing my niner hat dodger hat whatever and i'll see someone with a red Sox fan and i'm like man you really got us this year in the world series he's like what Huh? Who me? Huh? Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks like, cool. Right. I wear this because it represents Bakersfield. Bakersfield. I got that. the Kansas City Royals hats. Kern County. Oh God, I hate that bullshit. Yeah, me too. I fucking hate that. That yeah. and the and the Blue Jays. I See, feel like those get, are the two hats you can yeah, get away with. Yeah, what's up with the Blue Jays hats? I mean, they're cool, but you know, I, I, I can't talk that, too much shit because I used to wear a Pittsburgh Pirates hat, and I'm not a Pirates fan. I just like the hat. Which one? That Bumblebee looking? One? No, no, just the one <laughs> with the P on it. Oh. And then I would wear. Um, I'd wear Atlanta Braves hat just because they look cool, but you can't. You can get away with that in baseball and still have a team and be respected. You can't do that. Football, football. I no. did can't see, do it. Um, my my buddy uh, he works with us at Target. He's a he's a hardcore. Um, he's a Spurs fan. That's how we became friends. But he's also a Dallas Cowboy fan. He's like all his teams are Texas, Texas. teams. And um, one time I saw him and he was wearing a Bears hat and I went up to him and I was like, yo. Like, why are you wearing that Bears fan? Or like, why are you wearing that Bears hat? And he's like, Oh, I just respect that defense, man. And um, that I don't, I don't support. I yeah. feel like football, you have to be like diehard. Yeah, that's a that's a religious experience. If 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 baseball is religion, football is a religious experience. He, he you is, don't he, fuck with that. He is a black dude, and he was super fashionable, so I'll give him that. Okay, the yeah, rest black, of the outfit match. Black dudes, they can wear Charlotte Hornet shit still. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like those like '90s starter jacket. They could <laughs> the, be a bull supersonics. Yeah. <laughs> You can give away with that, yeah, yeah. But to me, it's just, yeah, yeah, football is like a religious experience. It like, really is. If you don't bleed your team, then get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like when people say, well, I well, I, I, I go for this team on this, this, and it's like, no, 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 no. You have a team, you roll with it, and it doesn't change. I remember when I was growing up, it was like you were either a Niners, Cowboys, or Raider fan. Any other team, like, okay, that's weird. And like when i see kids like i I, like i judge everybody by what team they were when we were kids yeah like if you were a raider fan when we were nine and then all of a sudden all of a sudden you're a chargers fan and this is a real life example you were probably a perry saturn fan yeah yeah you're a fucking you're a fucking i don't even have like the fucking curse word for it like you you, you're dead to me like you know what i'm saying you just committed treason you know what i'm saying like you need to be investigated by robert Mueller at this time you know yeah football's like tribes Mm -hmm. you know you can't disrespect the tribe and you can't cross over it's it's even though the raiders are not my team the fact that you jump ship to a fucking uh a team in the same division like fuck you you're a fucking loser you know what i'm saying yeah let me ask you guys these questions let's say we were drafted by by the league right Mm -hmm. but you can't pick your own team to be a fan of Oh, from wow. each fan base, from each uh, team, I guess, which team would you go with in each sport? 
Oh, wow. That's a good question. You can't pick your favorite team. Football for me? Football, baseball, basketball. Okay, so football. No, I'm going to say football for last. Baseball, and this is going to be surprising. New York, or not New York, uh, San Francisco Giants. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's Same. hard to say. That's Same hard to say. Because that stadium is beautiful and those Very colors beautiful. are cool. Yeah, I wouldn't want to live there, great. though. Or maybe San Diego. I, I mean, as far as like living. Or, Same thing. That was my second yeah, one. Yeah, probably the, the San pa- Diego I, I don't rules. know why the Padres aren't good. I would want to live there. So for me, bas- uh, baseball would be Padres or um, the Giants. Probably Padres, honestly, just because of the living situation. San Diego's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, basketball, if I couldn't be a Bulls fan or if I couldn't be on the Bulls, I'd go to the New York Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna make the difference yeah, and football uh ooh, it's a tough one. Oh, definitely not dallas uh <laughs> i would probably say the chicago bears right Pro- on, probably man. the bears just because uh i mean i could say the steelers but the bears are that you know the monsters of the midway chicago and you know that's a you know respected you know team i, I- i'd go chicago bears what about you jacob uh, basketball wise, um, definitely okay. I would probably say Clippers, <laughs> just <'cause, laughs> so that way I could stay in LA. And then you know, um, you know that team right now is just so awesome right yeah. now. But it, it just it would just be that thing. Like I'd want to stay close to home, so I'd say Clippers. And plus, I'd be able to you know forge my own dynasty. I'm not going to be held against you know greats like Jerry West and whatnot. Yeah. Like, so I think that would be cool. I'm not too into. Like you want to go into the Knicks or anything like that, like it's just or Miami. Like that's a living situation. Yeah, I'm just like I'm not about like that party fucking South Beach life at all. And so I, I definitely would say Clippers for basketball, uh, baseball, uh, San Diego Padres. Yeah, just because, it's San Diego. And Who it's just live there, you know. And then I can always do the fucking, <laughs> fucking um, Gonzalez thing where I playing in San Diego for a while and just jump ship to the Dodgers. Uh, football. Um, hmm. That's a good question. Wait, did you pick full? Oh, the yeah, Bears. Yeah, Bears. sorry. Uh, probably L.A. Rams. Not only just because it's an L.A. team or whatever, and I'm back, you know, in L.A. closer to home, but because it's it was my grandpa's favorite team. He grew up seventy six years um, rooting for the Rams. You know, both in St. Louis and L.A. And I think that would be a, like a good tribute to you know, like, yeah. and I don't even think even if I was to get drafted by the Cowboys, I'd probably want to stay there just because. Just of Jerry Jones. If Jerry Jones is gone, then yeah, you know, it's going to be a better situation. But I would, I would say Rams just for that sentimental reason, you know, location. And then hey, it's the fucking Rams. They went to the Super Bowl. Why not? Dude, yeah. I'm kind of with you guys. I think that the it'd be a tough call between the Padres and the um, and the Giants just because it's California. I want to be close to home. Yeah, I can't see me probably leaning towards the Padres now that I'm thinking about the weather. I'm like, it's kind of nice year round. I love mm-hmm. the stadiums are both really nice and beautiful. That's like a big thing for me. So one of those two teams would be the teams that I would want to play for. If it was baseball, um, basketball. I'd probably go with the Bulls just because I have so much love for that city and just like it's kind of hidden away. It's a big market, but it feels hidden at the same time. So definitely going with the Bulls and then football. I'd probably go with the Steelers just because it's. It feels like that uniform, like I love the Bears. I love the look that it, it's like iconic. Like that uniform hasn't really changed in so many years. Same thing with the Steelers. Like that shit just looks like you're wearing history on you every yeah. time you put that on. So I would I would say I would go with the Steelers. Yeah, for me it was a coin flip with the Steelers, uh, Bears. Um, I even thought Chargers, but I wouldn't get no help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. Powder blue don't look good on me. Man. Yeah, I'm I like the Mexican. navy blue better, actually. I wish they would wear those. I know. Plus, I'm pretty sure Philip Rivers would get me pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> he can't stay off his wife and you look just like Just her. get off your wife. <laughs> 
So you guys got anything else? I'm Any other good, sports? Man. UFC? Wrestling? Oh, man. Did you wa- I didn't watch the UFC, but Homeboy got knocked out, what, five seconds? Yeah, that wow. was fucking brutal. Jorge wow. Masvidal, you're my new favorite fighter, bro. <laughs> wow, what a knockout. I was telling was. my girlfriend, like, I, I was listening to his interview on Joe Rogan, and, like, I was like, I can guarantee, because he got his start um, doing backyard fights with Kimbo Slice. I was like, I can guarantee you anything that Jorge, Jorge Masvidal, like, he, he, he used to be a serial killer, like, before he got started. Like, he, he's just got, like, that murderous... <laughs> instinct in him like it's just like yeah he he's got some bodies buried in south beach somewhere (laughs) but hey awesome episode tyler thank you for coming through um where can they find you at bro you can find me on facebook (laughs) type in my name pretty much that's it right now okay got anything Uh, you want to plug uh no not really (laughs) like i said this is still a work in progress we're gonna get this going more uh when football season comes um, we have a lot more guests, have a little bit more topics once it starts rolling into football. It's just so much that's going on with ba- uh, basketball. and the, Oh, I do got something I want to say. Who's going to win the Home Run Derby? Well, now that Yelich is out of it, Bellinger's in it So Is he? I don't know. I just got the update that uh, Yelich is out. I don't know if Bellinger's going to be in it. This is the part where somebody fills time. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Uh, first of all, I think the New York Knicks... Oh, this is my Stephen A. Smith impression. I think the New York Knicks are destined to be a tragedy. That's blasphemy. Then Kendrick Perkins, I just don't think the Golden State appreciated KD enough. Jerry Jones needs to give the team up. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing, Matt Skip. Chapman. Matt Chapman's <laughs> replacing Yelich. Okay. Bellinger in there, though. That's my no, guy. No, he's not. Oh, he's not oh, in it. Let me look. We Wait, got well, Jock Peterson. And you know what they want? <laughs> they were going to use the San Diego Padres uh, pitchers for the batting practice. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I don't know, then. I, fucking Mike Trout. Is he in it? <laughs> he should be. I know. It should be Mike Trout. It should be Bellinger. I don't even know why Jock Peterson's in there. I'd rather have Muncie in there instead. Yeah. I don't. But, he, I mean, Jock's already done it. Muncie's already done it. I, I, that's just me, though. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck it. I'm Mike not. Trout's not even in it? I don't think so. Shit. I don't know. And this is great audio. And, we don't and, even know. And, this and, is like the this fucking three-point competition where they just pull like one star and then a bunch of scrubs from like each team. Hey, who's that young, skinny, light-skinned guy from Chicago? Put him in there. Who's the who's the Irish-looking guy from, from Memphis? Put him in there. Get in there, <laughs> McGuire. I know you're a batting coach, but figure it they out. They should put the worst three-point shooter. They should put like DeAndre <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. That'd be funnier to watch. Hell yeah. That's fucking funny. Yeah. All right, guys. Shout out to Fight Back CBD. You guys have a good night. All, All right. right, you guys have a good night. It was fun. Snapchat. Yep, this is what we're doing. All right, sports, Niners. Fuck. (laughs) Later, bro.